What's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Kiki and with Coco. Today with me, I have my homegirl, Alex. This is another Alex, and mm-hmm. we are going to be talking about just not necessarily the coronavirus, but what it's like being in the house, you know, for days on end with kids, a spouse, um, so just like a quarantine and chill type of episode, Alex, you want to go ahead and say what's up? Hey, everybody. I'm Alex. I'm in uh, Atlanta, specifically uh, Latonia, a.k.a. Stonecrest. Ain't that where um, Nene Leaks from? Girl, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> there. Yes. Let's just say, yeah. Yeah. She for Yeah. Everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, so this week, you say what? I don't be knowing. Um, yeah, I keep up with the um with the Ratchet TV. <laughs> but we're gonna go ahead and move on. So we don't have a hot couple this week. We're just gonna do a Kiki session, and basically the Kiki session this week is just to kind of talk about some of the things that we've been doing since we've been in the house. I'm not on a full quarantine because I'm still working. And I know Alex is doing like a, um, like her quarantine, what, started Tuesday? Mm-hmm. The whole quarantine for me started, I would say, late Wednesday, Thursday. Late Wednesday, Thursday. Well, even though she's not been in for a full week, I know some people have been like day one, like my kid getting on my nerves already. <laughs> So she is a few days in. So how is it, you know, being in the house with your son all day? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So number one, it's great. It's 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 great on the one hand, because um, my husband and I, we have a packed schedule, you know, Mm -hmm. in, in normal life. We are on the go very much. We both work. Um, Well, I work full time. He works part time and has an internship for his graduate program. And also he's a graduate student about to complete his uh, master's of social work and his certificate in marriage and family therapy. Mm -hmm. So we we are a full time family. We're full time uh, work, full time academia. And it's it's been nice, admittedly, to slow down. It's been nice to slow down and have a moment where we are all together in the house. And mm-hmm. I think it was probably Thursday, the, the day that all of us were actually all together for the first morning. And Ethan was like, oh, mommy, you're here? I was like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> He's like, and daddy's here too? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. He was like, it's are we going to school? I said, no, you're not going to school today. He was like, what? And he was so excited. Yeah. That was just a testament to how rarely we're all at home together during the week. Yeah. So what's some of the activities that y'all have been doing since you've been in? Well, first of all, Ethan gets homework. Ethan gets homework every weekday, um, except for Fridays. Um, so I've been keeping up with that. I have, uh, I, I'm an old school parent. Mm-hmm. I have workbooks. I have workbooks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> color 
books and you know all of those different kinds of activities and so he gets a couple of sheets of you know reading or math and he'll get some kind of fun activity worksheet so he'll get a coloring worksheet or something of that nature um some kind of puzzle or something and so he has to do all of that before he can go have fun mm-hmm. uh, and of course like a lot of these I don't know what his age range would be um because he's not a, I don't think he's a Gen Z or he, he would be younger than Gen Z, whatever is going to come next. Mm-hmm. You know, so, he's screen. So how old is your son? He's four. He'll four. Be okay. So he's in like preschool. He is actually in a mixed kindergarten class. Okay. So um, he can read. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, he can read and he can do basic addition. Mm-hmm. Um, so his worksheet are like reading comprehension worksheets. Like, you know, he has his little, um, he's on this academic program called Abeka. He gets his Abeka books. So he has to read one book mm-hmm. and he has to do like an, um, an addition worksheet or accounting worksheets, but it's kindergarten level stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, exciting. You know, I, I always like to hear like kids are reading and especially at like early ages, because I feel like when we were that age, our parents weren't necessarily focusing on, oh, I need to teach my baby how to read. You know, it was kind of like, like, I know for me, because my parents worked so much, um, it was, um, it was kind of like they focused a lot on, um, just what I learned at school. It wasn't nobody sitting, reading books to me every day, you know, being like, you need to, now, once I started school, they was like, oh, you need to be doing the schoolwork. Let me help you with your your spelling words, you know, stuff like that. But the initial was kind of like, you'll learn these things at school. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we were raised, I, we were raised somewhat the opposite. <laughs> um my mother and my father and my grandmother mm-hmm. did that kind of stuff. And um, my mother was the kind of mother who bought workbooks during the summer. Yeah. And I was in whatever summer reading program, whatever scholastic was, you know, had going on um, book fairs. I had to get at least two books. Couldn't mm-hmm. just get, you know, the pencil holders and the pencil cases. You actually had to get a book. Yeah. Um, and, um, In retrospect, mm-hmm. that was amazing. But at the time, I hated oh, it. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Like like I said, once school had started, my parents was doing that type of stuff because they realized, like, I was struggling. Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? So it was like, okay, let's get her up to speed. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, the hooked on phonics and all that type of stuff. My parents were doing that. So did y'all, like... Um, do y'all allow y'all son to do like any learning electronically, like with Kindle Fires or iPads or like apps for the kids to learn stuff, or is it just strictly like workbooks and stuff? Oh no, he loves his iPad. He mm-hmm. he inherited my old iPad. I think it's like a three or a two or something. It's janky. It's but uh, my iPad still holding on from 2013, girl. <laughs> And let it hold on. Let it hold on. <laughs> yeah. But yes, he, he loves games that can, you know, reinforce whatever we're doing in the books or the workbooks. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, if it's educational, if educational shows, educational apps, educational games, I'm all for it. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. 
So that's what we doing with the baby. Like y'all got him situated with his school stuff, of course, throwing in some fun time. What movie is he watching right now? Abominable. He loves he loves Abominable. Um he likes uh he likes Frozen too. He likes and I'm not a fan of the Frozen series. Right? Really? Well, I saw Frozen one. I ain't seen Frozen two yet. It was all right. Frozen 2 is better. The story is a little bit better than than 1, but he's obsessed with Olaf. He he mm-hmm. loves Olaf. He thinks it's, he's so funny. Yeah. But <laughs> he he um he enjoys Abominable. He likes Frozen. Um he likes Big Hero 6. Mhm. Um, but um any any animated movie where it's a bunch of action and the 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 protagonist has to do a whole bunch of you know rediscovery of themselves or whatever yeah and so what have y'all the adults been doing you know since you've been in the house (laughs) working (laughs) working homework my husband literally has been sitting in the same spot every every chance he gets he's sitting in the spot doing homework assignments because assignments because he got sick. This is literally like the home stretch of his program. Yeah. And they haven't called off any of these assignments. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you at home, so get it done. Yeah. So he's been working on some reports. Um, and I think at least one of them is a group assignment. So mm-hmm. he's been trying to, you know, communicate with his uh, classmates, people in his cohort, and trying to, you know, get stuff done. And I mean, that's really been it. Um we watch movies a lot. Yeah. So when it's time to close the laptops and stop working and everything, um, we'll rent a movie uh, or um, we actually collect DVDs. So okay. we'll pick something out of the collection mm-hmm. and kick it. Yeah. I'm sitting here, like, right before we started talking, I had started watching Coming to America. Like, I just feel like that's going to always be my favorite. They got it on the Netflix right now. You know, I'm like, okay, let me watch my movie real fast. (laughs) And I think that's what a lot of people are like, oh, what quarantine? About to catch up on, you know, Mm -hmm. my, my show, my movie, my homework, do this, that, and the third. And I think this really has been an opportunity for to kind of have everybody slow down and be a little more mindful and just, you know. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the quality time that they get and spend with family. I know for me, I was kind of like, you know, I should have registered for a class. Like if I had known I was going to have this type of downtime, I would have registered for my class now. But then low key, I'm kind of happy I didn't because like I said, I'm waiting on my coworker to help me with this class. So, um, be still. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Be still. Yeah, and this this the one who uh wife got the symptoms or whatever. So I'm like, I hope come April 6th when this next class starts, y'all know what she got and you got this figured out because I need help. <laughs> I cannot fail. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Um. <laughs> your school, like, is your I mean, your institution providing any leeway with that or so I go to an online school anyway so it ain't really nothing change it's like everything's still the same yeah yeah I got the information for my next class that starts technically starts this Wednesday but our seminar will be on Mondays so 
next Monday will be our first class. Mm-hmm. And this professor sent the email yesterday, and you, I'm sure you have discussion questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why does she say that our responses to our classmates' discussion questions need to be at least two paragraphs? Well, that's only probably about 250 words, maybe. Our responses? Yeah. I mean, but you you are in a master's program, so, you know. That's a lot to, to have two, to have at least two of those on top of my one page, whatever that you're going to have me mm-hmm. present every week. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe, I'm but, like, maybe I'm spoiled, but to me, I'm like, okay, I need to prepare for that. I said, I need whatever teacher I got to know, whatever the minimum requirement is, that's all you getting. You right. say, I need a discussion post of 250 words or more, you getting 250. I might push for 300. You yeah. say, I need 150 for a response on two people, that's all you getting. Nothing right. more, nothing less. I remember I had one instructor, like I was meeting the minimum requirement, and she going to email me talking about some. I need you to have more interaction. No. The with what the description the instruction said <laughs> respond to two people 150 words I did that so you're not getting nothing else from me <laughs> I'm not about to sit here if they ask me a question and they post it's not getting an answer oh don't <laughs> I, I did my part I I may ask them a question I don't give a hell what their response is I'm not doing nothing else at, at a certain point, at a certain point, I kind of get like that, too. I'm like, okay, I'm going to respond to this person's, you know, initial response to me. Mm-hmm. But we're probably not going to have a full-blown conversation this whole week. Yeah. Like, and if that's what you're asking me to do, I'm not doing that. <laughs> that that's, that's a lot. Like, you, you you expect me to answer Every 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 single time that they respond, some of these people, some of these people don't have the level of responsibility in their lives. Yeah, like they keep going. <laughs> they will. I'm like, mm-mm. I'm to the point. Like my last class I took, like normally they'd be like, you know, four to five pages or something, three to three, maybe three to five pages, something like that. Mm-hmm. This lady said eight pages. I said eight pages. Oh, I said, okay. ooh. We're going to see what we do. I made it to six and a half pages. And I was like, I wanted to do the, um, I wanted to do the cover page and the reference page count in them seven pages. I was like, I made five pages of my writing and I can't, and maybe like four and a half. And my title, my cover page and the reference page. And I was like, we gonna see what happened, and I got a hundred. I said, "Look at God." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so those were more like suggestions rather than maybe it was a suggestion. But I say you gonna get what I give you, and I take the points off if I don't meet the requirement. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, at most, you gonna take ten points off at the most, and I feel like the rest of my paper is good. So okay, I might get a ninety at a minimum. <laughs> Content, content matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I be sitting there calculating out my grade. Like, if I miss two assignments, two discussion posts, can I still pull off an A, or will I be in the B range? Like, okay, if I do three, what what is looking? Like? You you plan it? Why are you planning planning to not be mediocre <laughs> instead of planning to be great? 
<laughs> I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I'm just trying to get done with this degree. I, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, I, I think I'll take, um, when I start my master's, I'll take it more seriously. Um, just because I am older and I know my master's degree is going to count for more, you know what I'm saying, this, than this bachelor's degree. So I'm like, okay, DC is going to get this degree and then... I'm going to be striving for greatness when I start working on the masters. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. Take, take your break. Take your break and recuperate. Or, I mean, you might be the opposite. Like, you might need to roll wide in, into it. Are you one, Do you know which type you are? Um, I know when I put my mind to doing something, I'll do it. Okay. So, I think... I've I've already I know I'm gonna work on my masters and I know I want to be done with my masters by the time I retire because I know I can mentally only take one class at a time mm-hmm. I can't be taking one two two classes mm-hmm. and still working full time so I'm like now that I know because I think that's where I went wrong at with my bachelor's I was taking like two classes at a time like one class I would do good the other class would be questionable mm-hmm. so now I'm just like okay I know one class works for me so I can give my focus and energy to this one class and okay. so moving forward I'm like while I'm working full time one class is what I'm gonna have to do okay. mm-hmm. you thinking about how you wanna how you wanna roll into that <laughs> Some people like you need to go straight into it, and I'm just part of me want to roll straight into it, and then the other part is just like take a break, sis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my husband, my husband rolled right into his his master's program, and he is, I believe, I see that he's at he's been at the point of burnout. Like mm-hmm. he's tired, he's tired, he's um a very focused individual so um nothing else matters except you know getting getting this degree done yeah he's blinders on you know pumping it out but you know he's been struggling you know health wise emotionally mentally you know he 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 needed the break um I what did I do I didn't get into the school that I initially wanted to um, or the program. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to recalibrate. And so that, that break was put on me. Yeah. But I, I, I was grateful. I was grateful and I needed that break. Mm-hmm. Okay. So school, work, movies. Yeah. Um, start getting into anything else. Um, just being in the house, like realizing, like you know, other things need some attention. Or so, um, one thing I've definitely gotten back into is um, prayer constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I identify as a Christian. Um, and so with this extra downtime, well, even before all of this happened, I knew I said I needed to get back into my journaling. I need, needed to get back into, you know, a consistent, you know, prayer routine, picking a time, choosing a place that I can, you know, be still be quiet for at least like 15 minutes so I can, you know, clear my mind, communicate with God, you know, and have a good start to my day mm-hmm. or end to my day. Um, but for me, it's the morning that works. Yeah. 
Um, so that's number one. Um, number two is um, getting our patio uh, ready for springtime whenever we can, you know, kick it again. Yeah want to so we started um you know sweeping off the patio because I don't know about there but it's been raining like it there hasn't been uh a week that it has not rained Mm -hmm. since the beginning of the year here yeah oh wow yeah it's been nasty um been debris all over the you know all over the patio and whatnot so we've been trying to clean it up um Corey took Ethan outside and started gardening. Mm. This, this is the I that was probably fun for him. Yeah, um, he enjoyed that. So, um, yeah, getting getting the house ready for, you know, springtime. Um, definitely cleaning up in here, you know, making mm-hmm. sure we're, we're, you know, keeping it clean in here, of course, since we're inside the house. So right. And honestly, you know, looking forward to the future, we have a lot of play. Like 2020 is going to be a big year for us. And I'm sure, you know, it's going to be a big year for everybody in some way. You know, yeah. once we get past this coronavirus, people can start focusing on things. But I think that's one of the things that has been keeping us hopeful is planning. Like, yeah, um, yeah planning. Um, Corey's graduating, like I said, in May. Um, so hopefully this will all kind of be behind us. So we're going to plan, you know, a little barbecue, we'll cook out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, my son turns five in June, like that's a big Um, so I gotta be planning a birthday party of some sorts. Yeah. Um, for that. And then my husband and I will actually be celebrating our fifth year of marriage this December. Mm-hmm. So we're and and we didn't have a wedding. We got married at courthouse. Yeah. Um. So we're actually planning like a small reception. Um. So that'll be like our miniature wedding, kind of. Mm-hmm. So looking towards the future and not not just seeing this as I mean a trash year. A tragedy or the end of the world, even, you know, knock on wood, you know, praise God, but, you know, just preparing, just preparing for what's to come. And hopefully these plans will be taken into consideration by God and he'll say, OK, we're going to let that happen. We'll yeah. let that happen. You yeah. Know? And um, yeah, we've been just, yeah, business. I mean, I hate to say it like this, but business as usual, like, yeah. Continue, continue, be still, but continue to plan. And, you know, you don't know what God's going to do for you. So but I, think, I think that's everybody, though, at like, it's just you're in the house. Because I know most jobs, because they're, we're uncertain for how long we're going to be, you know, out the offices and out the outside the work office and stuff like that. And so I think a lot of people are teleworking. So they're still doing that, you know trying to manage kids, especially those that have multiple children, it might be a little bit more work for them. But I, mm-hmm. huh? I said I don't I don't know that struggle. <laughs> that's a different struggle. You that's a different episode. Quarantine and chill with multiple kids. <laughs> right. We're at least three. <laughs> Ooh, child. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> But, um, you know, I think that's a common theme for everybody. Um, 
And I I know a lot of people, like, to me, this downtime is like, I mean, I ain't got kids, but I ain't in school right now to be focusing on that. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm watching this TV, you know, trying to come up with content for the podcast and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I don't look at that. I don't look at that part of it as work because I'm just like, this is what I'm enjoying. So I'm having fun doing this. And but I know 2020 for me, like, you know, I, you know, a lot of tragedy has happened since 2020 started. And I told somebody, I was like, you know, globally, this might not be a good year, but personally, this has been an awesome year for me. I know I have some things in the works, you know, like I'm, I'm putting it out there. I'm claiming it, you know, I'm, I'm getting promoted this year. So that that's happening. You know what I'm saying? I'll, figure out, find out where it is I'm going to be moving to next, um, probably around August, September timeframe, you know, so it's just kind of like, I know I have some good things going on for me personally and professionally, so the planning part, I can definitely agree with, you know, like, I'm in this house, but I can be planning for whatever the next move is going to be. Exactly, exactly. I'm just hoping people realize this opportunity that you know, like, okay, you might not be able to, you know, link up with your friends or do X, Y, and Z the way you want to. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this is definitely a time to say, okay, you know, what, what, what do I want for my future? You know, yeah. how can I, how can I be working on that now in this time of stillness? Like, and I think, yeah, like you said, I mean these things are going to come. So, mm. you know, let me be ready for this. And I, it, like you said, it doesn't really matter if, you know, somebody's in school or not. Like, there's something that you can be thinking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, this downtime, like, yeah, you can have a little bit of fun, you know, do your little TikTok videos and stuff. But, you know, still be thinking about how can you make your current situation better? Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, just working toward building towards something, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to the coronavirus passing. Right, and, right. you know, for every like I promise you, I am rooting for everybody, everybody that I come in contact with. Like if I know you're doing some positive stuff, I don't have no problem with shouting you out. I don't have no problem with supporting, you know, so I'm all for it productivity you know mm -hmm, positivity like just growth exactly oh that's the other thing that we've been doing we've been working out how we want to oh yeah like with limited schedule restrictions like child and waking up kind of I wouldn't say when I want to because I need to be logged on by a certain time yeah I have I don't have to take my son to school so I can wake up a little bit later Mm mm-hmm I'm rested. I can go, I can go run or I can do my driveway workout or whatever. Mm-hmm. What I have, what I have determined, I am not going to get quarantine fat. I have, I have decided that I will not gain this quarantine shut in weight. Yeah. Uh, whenever God decides to let us out, whenever this, <laughs> when this thing subsides a little bit, I need to step out no matter if it's still spring or if it's summer or if it's tail end of summer. <laughs> and I need to, I need to still be on track with these goals. Yeah. So, yeah. So 
I know me and Alex kind of just jumped into the conversation or whatever, but to give y'all some context and how we met and to give y'all some perspective on, you know, where each of us are now in our lives, like Alex and I met at our first base because Alex was in the military at the time. And um, we was like ace boom coons, you know, starting out. First friend, my first friend at my first base. Yeah. And so, um, but, you know, of course, just being young and uh, just letting frivolous things come in between us. You know, we had fell off. But, you know, at some point, like, I'm, I'm always the type of person, like, I try and... You know, when I know I've fallen out with somebody, try and rectify the situation um, because I don't like being in spaces with people and it'd be uncomfortable. So it was like because we had a great friendship and it was like, you know, I wanted that back. But I knew because the falling out we had had went for so long. I knew we would never be like best friends again, but I can appreciate being in a space with her where she can support me and I can support her. You know, like we have a friend that's getting married the end of May and hopefully all of this is kind of like, you know, we have some stuff figured out because I'm definitely looking forward to seeing her and seeing the rest of our people that we came in the military with. So, you know, that is Alex and I's story and super appreciate you you know coming and doing this episode with me of course thank you for bringing it to me thank you and you've been doing a great job this 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 platform and this type of work definitely suits you (laughs) so you can can be big sis you can be big (laughs) But to, like, see where she is now is, like, awesome. Because I feel like when we were younger, we was, like, we weren't wild, wild childs, but I definitely feel like. I can't say it. We were, we were, we were, we were, we were a little ratchet. It's okay. But growth. We, we was ratchet, but I feel like it was, um, you know, we was fresh away from home. We was grown and we was doing grown things. <laughs> ratchet. Huh? We were Sophista Ratchet. Yeah, Sophista Ratchet. <laughs> but it was a super fun time that that time when we first came in the military. Um, just and I, I think anybody when you first leave home, you just be like, I'm grown. I'm grown. <laughs> and you don't realize like in some aspects, <laughs> in some aspects, you ain't grown. Like, I think mentally you don't necessarily mature until a little later it ain't the same for everybody but I don't feel like I matured mentally until maybe about probably 28 to be for real for real (laughs) I I, thank you for being honest like if I was honest with myself I probably would say I no same age yeah yeah same age about yeah, late, much later 20s, much later 20s that I realized, okay, like, and I think, like, to to your point with saying everybody reaches that at a different place, I think yes. it's when, whenever you learn that lesson, so whenever you learn the lesson of this is how you're supposed to be responsible with money, that's when you're going to be responsible with money. For some people, it's 15, for some people, it's 20, for some people, it's 30. Yeah. <laughs> and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't think... um 
I got, I don't feel like I mature until after I got divorced. Because I think for me, it was like, I think as far as like money, work and school, like I had that part of my life figured out. But the whole relationship part of my life was not. And so um, the lesson I learned from that was just like, just chill, be patient. Like, I know you were saying you was asking God for patience or whatever. And I think that was God's way of telling me, like, you know, you need to be patient. Mm -hmm. This is not going to happen on your timing. You know, you can't force folks to do things that you want. Like, just chill. It'll happen. Yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely relate to that. But it's always like, with the with the be still, like guys always telling me, okay, be still and plan your next course of action. Like be prepared. Like yeah. but then be prepared. And yeah. if, if you yeah, if you do not if you're not preparing and ooh, come on full circle, what what we talking about with the coronavirus? Like, yeah. you know, you need to be still in this moment and stay mm-hmm. your butt at home and do what you whatever you need to be doing, but right. also preparing for the future. It's like Ooh, come on, like, we're... Yep, yep. Society needs to grow up. We need to grow up as a society. That's why we have to be still and then plan and prepare. Yes, we are definitely in a be still movement, people. (laughs) Hashtag be still. Yeah. Like, besides hashtags, hashtag stay home, hashtag be still. Like, and really just listen to what it is that he telling you. Like, whoever you believe in. You may not believe in God. I believe in God. I I identify as a Christian as well. And it's just like, you know, who whoever it is that you pray to, whether it be Allah or whoever, like, be still. Be in your faith right now. Yeah, be in your faith. Like, I, you know, I've seen references saying, like, this is the end of the world, you know, whatever. And it's just like, it don't have to be, you know, just stay, stay, stay the course. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know the stocks is plummeting right now. I didn't pull out when the shit first hit the fan. So now it's just like, I just got to stay the course. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it hurt my little soul to see that money gone. But I'm like, all right. I'll double up my, uh, you know, double up what I'm putting in and I got time to make it up. It's all right. It'll come back. Mm-hmm. Money, money comes back. It sure do, child. It sure do. Money <laughs> comes back, you know. I mean, but this other stuff, though, your health, you know. Your yeah. health, you might not be able to come back. So take it seriously. Exactly. Exactly. It'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to your stocks <laughs> Yes, pray for my stock shop. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think definitely just be still mm-hmm. and listen mm-hmm. because whatever it is that you need to to hear, like you can definitely hear it in this time. Right now, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. You you kind of know what what's biting at you on the inside, saying, "Oh, you you should be doing this right now," or you should probably check up on this person right now. Uh, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. Getting getting in contact with people, mm-hmm. and, you know, staying supportive of you know your family and your friends and things like that. Especially like I don't know how it is for 
you as a technically single person and you being at home and uh, in the crib right now. But, you know, like if somebody's not, you know, checking in with you once a week or, you know, mm-hmm. family ain't started a group. <sighs> Your family does start a group chat. Every corner of my family, my, my mother's side of the family, my father's side of the family, my in-laws, we are, I mean, WhatsApp group me. You know, I mean, all of all of them. Yeah, I got so many alerts on my phone right now. I just, mm-hmm. I can't. That's one thing I can't do to group chats. Like I can do it for a little bit. Like when they first start start out, I'd be like, oh yeah, we we talking good up in here. And then after so long, I'd be like, I can't take no more. Take me out this group. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right. Can I mute this? Remove myself? Like, yeah. get me out of here. But I mean, th- I mean, in that respect, thank God for technology at a moment like this. What if this would have happened in 1999? <laughs> sure. I know my mother would be having a conniption. I have not heard from you. <laughs> if this would have happened in 1999 and we were still using pagers or the the first first SMS text. Right. <laughs> See, a lot of people thinking that folks missing right now. Them little Nokia phones. <laughs> right, exactly. Taking 15 minutes to send a text. Yeah, like this would be horrible. So, I, and I know I need to do better with um getting, like talking to people, just keeping in contact with folks. Because I know outside of work, like I know my boss was like, because I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm an introverted person when I'm at home. He was like, well, you don't live with nobody. I hope you ain't in there <laughs> talking to yourself. And I was like, the point I'm trying to make is I am sociable at work because I have to be sociable. But while I'm at home, I don't talk to nobody. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> you know, I was like. Girl, he always coming for me. And I'm like, why you do me like this? And he was like, it's because I care about you. I said, so you talk bad to me because you care about me? Like, sir, I don't I don't know about this. <laughs> this sounds like some emotional abuse. <laughs> he didn't get he didn't get the love he needed at home, right? That's all he knows. Right. Hi. Ethan just came oh, to so his room. <laughs> So if you're not going to say hi to mommy's friend, then I need you to go. Can you watch another movie? Do you want to play another game? Do you want to watch another movie or do you want to play another game? Or do you want to say hi? Okay. All right. Nothing on Prime. Nothing on Amazon Prime, please. You know you're not going to purchase it. Netflix or Hulu, please. Thank you. I love you so much. Huh? Oh, you can take a DVD to your room. No. Uh, come here. You have some choices. You have some choices. You can watch something else on Netflix or Hulu. Or you can play a game. Or you can color in your room, but you cannot purchase anything on Amazon Prime. We've had a problem with that lately. 
<laughs> just be collecting stuff on Amazon. And then my husband be like, so your son bought five movies. <laughs> like not rented, he bought them. Bought them. <laughs> so he has a restriction on Amazon, but that's where he likes all the movies. Yeah, yeah. I could I see that. <laughs> Ethan. Do you want to watch another movie? Do you want to watch it on your tablet? You're hungry? Okay, I'll make you some lunch in a second, okay? All right. Ah, <laughs> oh, she's a mommy, guys. <laughs> Thank you for your patience. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <sighs> But, um, but yeah, I think, so working out, I know, like, I know you were at one point, like, heavy into fitness, like, you were training people, are you still doing that, or? Um, not so much, um, because training, especially in a city like Atlanta, for somebody that's not as established as I am, like, I don't have my own facility or anything like that, mm-hmm. or I- a partnership with the facility. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really fickle. Um, and for me, in my experience, it was super hyper-sexualized. Like, mm-hmm. if a guy wanted to train with you, it was because he was trying to get with you. Um, yeah. Or, like, um, women only wanting to work on just their butt. <laughs> and, I mean, I, I mean, I get it. That's fine. That's a valid, that's a valid workout aesthetic goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it just showed me where my passion really lied. Um, more so than actually personal training. I enjoy it, but um, people don't fully understand why you should be exercising consistently or working out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's when I kind of gotten. I'd gotten into women's health mm-hmm. um, and um, reproductive health and more so health education. Um, and so I'd had some um, conflicting thoughts on my area of reproductive health. And so I like the general concept of health education and the um, interconnected factors of you know social and behavioral health mm-hmm. how that translates into your physical health and yeah. how that affects your mental health and so somewhat of the um seven factors um or dimensions of health and how it's kind of a cyclical thing and I mean this kind of this COVID-19 thing is the perfect example of how all of these things are interconnected yeah how- you know, um, somebody's or a community's, you know, physical health can, and the globalization of commerce and everything that we're going through and everything that our society is, you know, how it's a ripple effect on how, you know, a community's physical health is going to affect their economic health and it's going to affect everybody else's social health because now, you know, we can't go outside. And mm-hmm. it's just a really interesting um, thing to see happening and hopefully, you know, our societies and our governments do learn some lessons and we'll go from there. I think, um, I think this is a big wake up call for, um, 
the gov for the world, you know, because everybody is being affected by this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a wake up call to these companies, you know, to a lot of entities to, um, you know, basically understand like anything can happen. Like, yeah, we say, you know, anything can happen at any moment, but like realizing like it's true. It's true. <laughs> like it's, it's not fast. it's not just a phrase that you say no more. You right. know, like there's something that can happen that can affect everyone. It's going to affect people's ability to work, right. people's ability to interact with other people. Um, and so it's just like we all need to be mindful of that and, you know, really take into account, like, the things that we need to be working on to ensure that we are prepared, you know, in the event that something happens and not just toilet paper and food that people are <laughs> snatching off the shelves. Right. Oh, did you hear that um, Amazon, like, I, I don't know how true this is right now anymore, but last week, Amazon supposedly put out a statement that they were only shipping essential items. No, but I know they, I did see something that said that they were closing down a warehouse or something because mm-hmm. somebody got the COVID. <laughs> got that Rona? Yeah, they got the Rona, whatever they want to call it, <laughs> but they got it. Oh my gosh. But yeah. that's great. But you know what? So here, hand sanitizer like flew off the shelves, ain't none, nowhere. And so I was like, okay, I, I done looked up a little recipe. I'm like, I make my own. You know, I got this aloe vera plant at work. I'm gonna get me some aloe up out of there. Um, and that thing is flourishing. So I got aloe to spare. So I was like, yeah, I just need some, some alcohol, some vitamin E in this aloe. Hey, be careful because there was also an article that said that, well, this woman was selling it, but she was making her own. People got burnt. I'm like, okay. I don't know what kind of alcohol she, she was probably using that 90 proof or something, but I'm trying, they say at least 60%. I need some 60% alcohol, (laughs) but they ain't got nothing nowhere. And I seen some on Amazon and it was like 30 some pounds, which would be like, $40. $40. I'm like, I'm not paying that for no bottle of alcohol. It's okay. Just... I'm like, I'm just going to wash my hands. Right. Exactly. Just wash your hands. That, all that's right. all I can do. I got my love. Distancing. Yeah. Practice, practice social distancing. You said you got some gloves. Nah, I ain't got no gloves. I just got soap. <laughs> well, if you can find some nitri- like nitrile or plastic gloves, you can get some gloves. Go still yeah. some so I know they were saying that um, I guess people was buying the face masks and the gloves and then the health professionals was was needing it. And I'm like, why save it for the health professionals? <laughs> exactly. Look, if, if, if you do get it, they're going to need it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I leave the gloves. So I got a couple masks sitting around the house, you know, because um when I was in Korea, the air quality was real bad. And so sometimes we would have to wear face masks out in public. So um, so when y'all see Asians with face masks on, it's because the air quality is really bad over there. But um, it's not just to keep germs out. <laughs> I think that's also a, a talking point that a lot of people, especially in Western society, are missing right now. Like, I think all that pandemonium kind of came 
you know, when the images from China, various parts of China, showed everybody a mask. And I'm like, but do y'all remember that their air quality is not the greatest and they've been wearing masks basically the last 10 years? Yeah. Certain times, like, mm-hmm. in certain cities during certain times, they've been wearing face masks anyway. So yeah. That this is ain't nothing new to them. Right. That It affects their respiratory health in general. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the biggest smoking populations in yeah. the- and so that's probably why um the coronavirus spread so bad over there so quickly is because the air quality is bad so it's probably mm-hmm. like a breeding zone for mm-hmm. this virus to keep spreading and for their health to be affected as to, to the extent that it was yeah yeah mm-hmm. so, i mean i'm praying that you know things start to ease up, you know, treatments and cures get worked on and start to, you know, be known and mm-hmm. hopefully it's not $300 a dose. Right. I mean, I who, think I'm, that not, was- that, I'm not putting that over, over the U.S. government. I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. putting that over. No, definitely not. Exactly. So mm-hmm. hopefully the affordable it'll come soon and you know those who can stay at home will stay at home and the people who got it will be treated and and hopefully come beginning of april and or may or whenever like we can catch the rest of summer in a very normal and you know normal i guess whatever that way yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i definitely hope that um this virus like they, I think if they could find a, a cure or a treatment that maybe some of the things like the ban, travel bans and stuff like that will get lifted. I'm definitely hoping before the end of May because I did buy my plane tickets already. But um, <laughs> but uh, if not, I'll be on the phone with somebody's airline saying, you know, I can't damn travel. Get my money back. Right. For whatever reason, so I bought my tickets before the, um, you know, before it was like a big thing. And I was like, oh, I know I'm going on this trip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it, the leave is already on the schedule. So I don't need to get the, the insurance because I know I'm going. Oh, no. <laughs> now I'm like. So you lost the money, the tickets? I, I, well, I ain't called and asked if I could cancel because I, I don't want to cancel it just yet because I'm like. It, it might be a light coming real soon. So I'm like, I'm going to hold off. But if by mid-May, I don't hear, ain't nothing changed, I'm going to be like, yo, run me my coins. Like, you know I can't go nowhere. Right. Would <laughs> you think it's not going to let me in there? <laughs> would you take a um, a replacement ticket? Yeah, I would take a replacement ticket. Because, cool. um, I mean, as long as I can still use that money to do something whether it be take that flight or switch it to another flight I would be okay with that I it wouldn't be a loss you know but um for them to be like sorry nothing I'm I'm be ready to blow something up like no give me my money or give me a ticket it, it it'll be one or the other uh, I'm from what I'm understanding, um, if they can't, they've been doing that with like all the immediate flights. So mm-hmm. anything happening in the next two weeks, stuff like that. Yeah. Pretty good at saying, okay, we'll give you credit for another flight, same flight, different time. Yeah. So it'll be okay. Yeah, I, I'll be good with a credit. <laughs> but I need to be able to use that money in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So 
however they gonna give it to me, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> but um, you know, so like I said, hopefully this all blows over before the end of May. And if not, you know, um, you know, I just pray that, you know, people start to take it seriously, stay in the house, you know, limit your contact with people. If you can't stay in the house because you have to go to work, right. like make it a point to do the essential things, but try and limit your interaction with people. Right. Yeah. And I think it's important for people who don't know enough about the the virus or what's going on, you know, with any developments in the CDC to just hop on the website. They That's the first thing you see when you hop on the CDC's website is, you know, the precautions, the symptoms, mm-hmm. uh, details on what social distancing is and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, hopefully... Hopefully in this day and age where technology is at our fingertips, people aren't just walking around, you know, just sending memes. Hopefully, mm-hmm. if they don't know, they they try to find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I see Ethan is ready to get some food. He's time for some mom. He's ready for some mommy time. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and let y'all go again. I, I want to say thank you for doing this episode with me. Um, and Ethan is doing a really good job at just being chill. But I can tell he is ready. Yeah. He's a big boy. But he's yeah. hungry. <laughs> you say he hungry? He's hungry. <laughs> But yes, guys, so thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of Kikin with Coco. You know, as always, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and I now have a TikTok account. So I will add that information into the show description. You know, Alex, I know you're into fitness and healthy eating. So I can put I will post your Instagram down so people can follow you for that type of information. If you want to if you want to, you know, people to be able to reach out. Well, not reach out, but just, you know, get into the things that you're doing. Um, You can definitely do that. And um, for anybody who is ever in the Atlanta area, um, please feel free to look up my um, church home, The Path, thepath.church. It's an amazing space. It's mostly young folks. Uh, mostly people of color. And um, I think it's important in not only to be taking care of yourself physically in this time, but definitely spiritually too. Yes. So during this time, while while you're being still, work on that physical, mental, spiritual aspect of your life, because that's going to be what gets us through this right now. You know, who knows what this is going to be? Hopefully it's not the apocalypse, but I just keep saying, (laughs) I know my God will not put this coronavirus on me so you know I am praying praying for myself praying for y'all and you know just stay tuned for next week's episode bye bye